really don't understand, do you? Hey, man, don't you realize not for us to make this thing work, man? We've got to get rid of the pimps and the pushes and the prostitutes and then start all over again clean. Niggas, you crazy. Once again, nobody tell pro-organization committing mass murder. And we ain't asking for shit, nigga. We taking it. So, Trey, blast they ass, nigga. Rest at that, that, late at night with my cat on the streets of L.A. Wondering where the pussy at. Straight way up, looking for a hoe. Hanging out, rolling in my six foes. Something about Dre. Always something about Dre. Hey! Two drink minimum. Welcome to the pregame. Uh, I, I'm Nick. That is the man, the myth, the legend. Where? Neil. Am I, Am I here? Are you here? Are we here? I think Are we're here. we even real? I mean... That's a great question. Are we even real? Are we even real? Well, you know, the only thing that I'm going to say is it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, (laughs) and if if my information, I'm trying to verify, but I heard something today that the Pfizer vaccine was actually being taken down. What? Yeah. What do you mean? They're actually like... There was uh, an undisclosed ingredient. (gasps) No. Uh, affected like the plasma binding. Mm. I'm trying to verify the was it veracity some, of the claims. Was it some, um, um, just some chemical that is bad for the human body? Probably. Well, that's what I'm trying to. Got to be something along those lines, right? Anyway, it's a Tuesday. While you're looking that up, it's a Tuesday yeah, because right. Tuesday. Um, schedules Tuesday. for us right now are well. And I should say it's me more than anybody else when it comes to schedule problems. Yeah, I have nothing going on. In my oh my life. god! Oh my god! Just really, I'm yeah, I'm just racing. Oh, sorry, literally all that of the down. time. That That's was, okay, buddy. That's all right. A little bit of background noise never saved, hurts anybody. I think I saved it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's getting started early. My, uh, <laughs> I love this. My little TikTok profile it says "Kitty hunting and bear running." <laughs> That sounds kitty hunting and, and what? My name is Hot Boy Sexy Pants. <laughs> so if you're looking for somebody to befriend on TikTok, Hot Boy Sexy Pants. Hot Boy Sexy Pants with underscores, right? Hot uh, yes. underscore yes. boy yes. underscore sexy underscore. I, mean, I don't pants. put anything up there, so I don't think you're gonna see shit. I mean, yeah, he's not like. It's not like an OnlyFans, right? That you get paid for that. Ah, shit. that's what it was. The SV40. SV40. That sounds it's like the a undisclosed Ford presence company. of a DNA sequ- sequencer. I, wait, there's a DNA sequencer. Health Canada has confirmed the presence of a simian virus 40 DNA sequence in the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, which the manufacturer had not previously disclosed. Wait, hold on. What? Say that again. What is a a simian? What was that? Say it again. The virus sequencer. Yeah, simian virus forty is a DNA sequence. Oh, I got. I got to look that up. Yeah, please hey, do. Me, Jamie. Yeah, get on that simian shit. Simian virus forty. Forty. Emergent uh, human pathogen, simian virus forty. Apparently, that was in a polio vaccine in the nineteen fifties that was uh, known to give cancer. Oh, let's see. Well, we have something from the NIH, which is always known to um, make sure that they're doing things for the general public. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, emergent human pathogen, simian virus 40, and its role in cancer. 
Hmm. And apparently that's in the Pfizer stick. Uh, polyamorous simian virus 40 SV40. Polyamorous. Does that mean I'm going to start loving Poly, everyone? I'm sorry. Polyam a virus. <laughs> Not polyamorous. I like the polyamorous, polyamorous better. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a known... Uh, I'm, I'm going to kill these words, so I apologize. On Fucking murder words. Oncogenic DNA virus, which includes primary brain and bone cancers, malignant mesothelioma. Oh, I still get to call the mesothelioma guy? You do. Sweet. I hope you save that hotline number. <laughs> <laughs> do you or a loved one have mesothelioma? Um, well, yeah, because I fucking mainline asbestos off strippers' And uh, lymphomas in laboratory animals. God, that's fantastic. Pervasive and evidence now sure, includes... I'm pretty sure that's the one sorry, I got, too. Indicates that SV40 is causing infections in humans today and represents an emerging pathogen. So they put a pathogen in there. So basically what they're saying is don't fuck a monkey because you'll get... Or an ape. An ape, not a monkey. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful there because we don't want to get sued again. kids will have fucking (laughs) monkey virus. So, yeah, but... um, They'll have China virus. So, yeah, I, I heard that and I was like... I'm pretty sure that the Pfizer poke is the one I got to get on the plane that then turned out to not be necessary because fuck my life. Whoops. Right. The Pfizer one, right? That's the... Yeah. Is the Moderna one really all that much different? I don't do you think? know. But do you think Travis Kelsey's going to change his tune now because... No. He's getting paid <laughs> way too much money for that shit. He's getting paid way too much well, money. Well, that and he's getting his pee-pee touched by Taylor Swift. I'm not that excited about that. Like, if I were him, I'd be like, meh. She's bony. I mean, she's, I, bo- she's just. Bony. I don't think that she's a bad-looking human being. No, I just think she's a terrible human being. I don't think she's a great human being. Yeah, no, she's by any means. I don't think most people. I are. think she's a rock star, and most rock stars um, in history have not. Back. She is not a rock star. <laughs> she is a music star. Nothing that she does. She's is a music be considered star. Rock pop most, at best. Most music stars are, for the, for the most part, terrible human beings. I think. I challenge you to tell me that Gordon Lightfoot was a terrible human being. Well, I don't. I'm not sure that Dio was either, but you know, Dio was amazing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and Lemmy Holy for sure. Diva. And Lemmy for sure. Like he he has his own seat in heaven. He Lemmy's the best. Lemmy, I'm surprised Lemmy died. I really am. Yeah, I didn't think anybody wanted his ass. Well, him and Keith Richards. Is Keith Richards still around? Yeah, he's he was. <laughs> What's the joke I heard the other day when God created Adam? Keith Richards said, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> you want some of this weed? <laughs> yes, I do. Thanks, actually. He, so. uh, Keith Richards was the serpent. <laughs> Listen, I'd smoke <laughs> weed with Keith Richards. No, no, it's fine. Get, picture this. Keith Richards is in the garden, and the tree is actually just like a cocaine plant. And he's all like, no, no, it's fine. Just go ahead. Try it. You'll <laughs> love how it feels. That's the best taste an apple I've ever had in my life. So Keith Richards was the serpent, and he's the one that tempted human beings into the path they're on now. I like that. Thanks, Keith. That fits. Thanks, yeah. Keith. Just, a, just the hand of God. Oh, Bro, that's cannot, a discussion you don't want to get into as I, Christians, by the way. <laughs> I cannot get it together today, man. I had such a fucking heavy weekend. Yeah. I fucking, I went, so Thursday, I did an overnight, basically uh-huh. to Indianapolis. Mm. So I left my last stop in Indiana at 5.45 in the morning, and I didn't clock out till 2. Ouch. Straight driving. Ouch. Then I get back, I pick up Kinnick, and I go straight to Des Moines for a concert. <laughs> that was so that Seven Dust show, wasn't it? Yeah. How was that, by the way? Uh, it was really good. It was really actually. good. Yeah. Seven Dust, I hear, is, is got, really good. Oh, they've always been, yeah. they've always been fantastic. I, I will travel. They're a good live band. I will travel, like, 200 miles to see Seven Dust. Nice. If they're in Iowa, I will make an effort to see them. But we got back from the concert, and then Saturday I had the uh, 
the, the my, boil. my growing yeah. famous uh, boils. Dude, that was so good. I, I just, thought it was I thought super this one good. was a little weak this yeah. time. But I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I'm a little just, upset just a little I didn't weak. get any Andouille sausage. Was there some in there? Oh, there was like two sticks of it. Dude, I didn't. There wasn't really? any on this table at all. It was all gone oh, by wow. the time I got to it. Yeah. Sorry. It's a bummer. No, that's probably I'm, I'm my thinking, favorite part of the boil. I'm honestly. thinking I'm, I'm about to revamp my recipe and, and kind of up some quantities. I and thought maybe the crawfish on this one was like, yeah, I thought it was over the top good. Yeah. But I ended up getting pretty fucking schnackered. I almost turned on the equipment because me and one of the other guys oh, almost got into it over the whole Israel you thing. You should have, yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I that didn't discussion. have a, I didn't have a, the laptop, so I didn't know how to record <laughs> it. But uh, <clears throat> I got nice and schnackered, and then uh, Sunday morning woke up and went to a golf tournament where I continued to get schnackered Wolf. all day. So you're still feeling it today, is what you're telling uh, me. Well, I'm just questioning a lot of my <laughs> life choices right now. Like, why did I think this was going to be a good idea well, to pack you know, all that into one weekend? In our advanced age, it's a little bit tougher. Shut your fucking face. I'm only 16. <laughs> Dude, if you were 16, you wouldn't be sitting here on this mic complaining about what you did this weekend. You'd be bragging about it. <laughs> that, you know what? That's actually legit. That's fair. I know I can't do that shit, man. man. I know uh, if anybody who listens to this consecutively understands that I did end the last episode saying I was going to talk about the IRS this time, but we're going to postpone that a little bit. Yeah, we're not. Because um, my brain hurty. Yeah, he just got off work. So did I. But you're. Well, technically, you're I got right. off work at like 1130, but yeah. I just haven't <laughs> changed because I'm a lazy piece of shit. I mean, no, I, I had physical therapy I had to go yeah. to. Yeah, see, you're you're mentally and physically drained. Right oh, now. God, dude, so, I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. So having a couple beers with your buddy on a Tuesday afternoon yeah. feels like the right thing to do. Absolutely. Feels like the right thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've just been crazy racing shit all the time. Like right now, it's all about getting ready for Indianapolis, which is happening the 3rd and 4th. Um, so, oh, yeah. shit. I was going to go to that one, but we're going to do... We're, Clint, Clint has decided, just future update, haha. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that night will be me and Clint. Nice. And well, I mean, maybe if you're if you're done, like, call. well, I might call in. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be I'll be at the track through or Friday night, probably until Wait. eight or nine. Saturday we should be driving back though, which is I fine. I Still don't have that jack. I got a new phone, but I still don't have that stupid fucking jack. Yeah, the new phones don't have that jack. I wonder if, we, if there's a thing that we can find for this. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Well, you can Bluetooth into. Well, if you Bluetooth into this, so you can't record from the computer, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Now. What maybe, I should do is figure out how to daisy chain the other board into this, mm-hmm. and then you could Bluetooth into that. There we go. And then that would work. So I don't think that would be a big deal. I that gives me some time to get that be. figured out. Um, but yeah, racing is just racing is life right now for me. It's crazy. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I got. Um, I did pretty well in St. Louis against some really fast guys. So I'm I'm looking for another. I'm looking so for some more speed. So I'm working faster. as hard. Well, I'm faster than I've been. That's for sure. A lot like how do you juice a how do you juice a remote control car? Like, do you just got to take weight off? Like, can you add nitrous to it? <laughs> well, I think. Um, do they th- do they check the hood underneath the race after you win to make sure you're legal? Yeah, un- unless unless you're drag racing, which is a lot more about like chassis setup and tire selection and horsepower put to the wheels. Uh, road racing, for the most part, is more about. I mean, horsepower, of course, makes a big difference, especially when you're talking F1. But um, are there when, regulations? You have to keep it within yeah. certain specs. Yep, like, I really don't know yep. shit about it. Yep. So there's an approved motor list. There's an approved battery list. There's an approved body list. No shit. That I run under. Yep, for sure. Yep. See, to me, that totally defeats the whole purpose of fucking racing. Um, like, it, you know, NASCAR the, used to be. Whatever you could do to make your car fucking faster than than the other guys, you you fucking did it well, to win because it was based, you know, 
it was yeah. based on the, the old the old liquor running. Yeah. So like they had to have fast cars, and that's how they burn off steam was sure. by racing each other. Yeah. But then I think, like always, regulations get in the way. <laughs> and of course they do. Then yeah. it's like it, I don't know. I don't. I've I've watched you race, and it is fun. I I will admit I had a good time down there mm-hmm. watching you guys drive those little fucking cars because I'm like. I'm fine if you go in one direction, but as soon as you flip around, my I, I have no idea. How to, I'll run that fucker into right a wall. Right is left and left is yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I exactly. But uh, I don't know. I just I, I think you should be allowed to have a little bit of innovation, just just a little bit, just to be able to tinker and and, and tighten the, your shit down the, and maybe get a little like half a more horsepower out you, of it. You know, though, that it's it's part of the great part about it for me because the ways that I've figured out to go fast now are. Either my driving, which means that I have to work on finding me, the right line, right? So it's not even finding the right line, but it's how how hard you're accelerating out of the corner, like how you're mm-hmm. taking corners, like where you're apexing corners you know, to get ready for the next one. I like, have said before to people that like like I just do like some street racing every now and then. Somebody, some kid pulls up, and you know I've been with people before. Like their car is going to blow yours out. I'm like, yeah, but will they take it that far? Because I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's not always about how fast the car will go. It's how fast are you willing. To yeah. take your car. Yeah. That's some pretty crazy stuff on the real circuit, by the way. I've seen plenty of YouTube videos with guys doing I used to have 150 a, mile an hour plus down California highways. I used to have a uh, 1970 Olds Cutlass Supreme. It had a board out 350 in it. It was a beautiful fucking machine. Mm-hmm. And I took it to a quarter drag strip. Ooh. One of those. Just one of those nights where they're you know, open to the public. You know, yeah. A shit ton of waivers yep, and yep. all the shit to sign. And I blasted that fucking thing down the quarter mile, and I just oh, I was like, this "Best feeling is, ever!" This isn't is it? exactly how yeah. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I want to crash this thing. I want to burn into the freaking and, wall uh, so hard. Uh, <laughs> I I do think though that like that's the fun for me is just the working on me and and trying to get better. Like that's, well, I've noticed there's a really big camaraderie with you guys there too, is. even though yeah. you're competitors. It's yep. it's, it's, it's there's definitely a sense of of like if you win this week and like nobody's gonna be like fuck Nick like right. like like right. everybody's congratulatory and I kind of dug that I like yeah. that I like being competitive but still being able to be like you know what you did fucking good you yeah. did better than me and that's not yeah you know and I feel like if you want to take a little bit of a side here like I feel like there's a lot of tracks around the country that are closing because of the lack of camaraderie right really? like that it's it's become too competitive like they've allowed oh, just like some any, bad apples just like everything. yeah they've allowed bad apples to spoil the rest right oh. like and I, I think that i think too that you know there's fucked up people in everything that goes on in this world and rc racing is no different too like there's people in really bad spots in their life that use rc car racing as a way to get away from it I mean. and I tell you what, I'm 48 and I still use that fucking thing right there to get away from a lot of shit. That's a uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, because otherwise I'd be drinking a lot more of these every day, and I just don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want to go that road. I think hurt people tend to hurt people. Mm. I, I just think that that's a thing. No, that's legit. You know, that's legit. So you know, I, I think I think honestly, I've thought about this. I think people want everyone around them to feel like they are. So if you feel good. You want the people around you to feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And if you feel like shit, you want everyone else to feel like you then too. Well, nobody wants to be alone. I think exactly. that's maybe the thing, right? Exactly. Like, like if you're down in the dumps yeah. and you're having just a terrible time, the only way that you ever feel any comfort when you're in that is to make somebody else feel that way I don't too. care what it's anyone terrible. says. I don't care how much you say that people can say, well, I love being by myself. 
we are not designed to be alone. No. Just like any other man, mammal, we are designed to have a family unit. We're designed to be, to have relationships with mm-hmm. people. And it doesn't detract your life. It, it enriches your life. Sure. So, you know, when I see these people like, like that, sh- like these shows on, on, you know, mountain men, you know, these guys that live up in, like, like who hurts you, buddy? Like yeah. somebody fucking hurts you. Yeah. Like, like there's no way that that's a normal and I, I mean, I'm not saying that that people can't have a desire to to be alone. That's completely fucking normal. Yeah. But I'm saying you can't live your entire life alone. Yeah. Like you're just you're just hurting yourself by putting yourself through that. Yeah. I I don't really. I'm I'm a really bad character with witness for that because I'm a person that can't be alone. Like, I not hate, for very long. I right? fucking hate it, dude. Um. I I had to have a talk recently with someone because yeah. I'm like, I, this is not how I chose to live my life. Yeah. I don't want to live my life like this. Sure. This is not, this has never been how I am or how I choose to be, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And, and, uh, I think they heard me. So, but anyway, I just, you know, it, it it's, it's, I hate to see that, that, that something that is pure and, and innocent and it is innocent as RC racing being, driven like that yeah that's just fucking terrible Whenever i don't you, i hate that, that that's how human beings listen, are like we have to fucking things are i have to beat you things are really great until you add humans most of the time right. so. <laughs> <laughs> number one way to fuck something up put a human element in it fuck it up things instantly. are awesome until there's humans involved um, well, because like yeah. you know you've said before since we're we are all the star in our own movie yep, that we sure. want everyone else to recognize that we're yeah. the fucking star well, and sometimes so as much as I want to be around everybody, I just want them to bow down to me as well, and, and sometimes you know, offer me alms of and and and, and prayers and, and oh, it's their it's money, it's and, it's you know, I just random Dove's people to come up and way. be like, "Would you like me to touch you in your nethers?" But you know what? Thank you for asking, but no, I'm good. Sometimes we can't get out of our own way fast enough, right? Like we're just stuck in our <laughs> way, bro. You are the preacher, <laughs> and I am the choir. <laughs> Preach on, brother. Preach on. Yeah, I mean, we just get stuck in our ways, and we get stuck in the spot that we're in, and. Um, you know, we can't see past ourselves a lot of times. I think and that's the human condition. It is the human condition. Like yeah. we're, yeah. you know, the, the only thing that we know is us. Well, I think I always wonder if like, all right, so fun, fun aside. So the original humans in the Bible lived hundreds of years, right? Where what are what are the skills and fun things that they so have? So many different theories on why those numbers are what they are. Yeah. Yeah. One was because before the Tower of Babel fell, that humans were long lived, or, yeah. or not that all humans, that the ones that were direct descended from Adam mm. were long lived. Yeah. Um, another one is that they just didn't count like we do. Yeah. So yeah. what could have been a hundred years old might have been maybe they counted maybe by they instead of base or, ten they were base five. Yeah. You know you so, don't know. But anyway, please continue. <laughs> I wonder, like, okay, so for the sake of argument. 900 years to them is 900 years like it would be to us. What other what other fun skills did they have? Could they read minds? Could they do other things that this we didn't know about? Like cuz it was such short like durate like the the paragraphs in the Bible about who lived the longest. I don't know cuz you never really hear the stories. Methuselah lived to be 969. Yeah. But then you the hear oldest. the stories like instead of Methuselah like Medusa, you hear stories of Medusa could turn people into stone like was that just a fairy tale, or was that something that was well, I mean, you truthful think, back you think, I mean, everything... Like what happened before the first nuclear war? All legends, Wait. we don't know when the first <laughs> nuclear war <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are we doing that today? Because I hadn't planned on doing that today. Uh, uh, 
Well, I mean, there was something. Like I said, if you read the Bhagavad Gita, you can read about a nuclear war yeah. happening right here on Earth, apparently. They're, they're very, very, very... I think there's a lot of good evidence to say that something catastrophic happened 11,000 yeah, years humans. ago. Well, I think whatever happened, it was either some really bad comet impacts or it was a nuclear war. I mean, that's... That is... um. Certainly not anything you should take to the bank. No. But no. you shouldn't take anything that we say to the to the bank on this show. So No. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw something. I gotta get a beer. Hold on. I, Keep going. I, I saw something today and um in response to an episode that we did a while back on the NIL deals. Oh shit. Apparently some uh members of the Iowa marching band were offered NIL deals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so they're off. Did any of them take it? Um, yeah, I think all fifteen of them. Oh, did. nice. I don't blame them. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, it's good to see that this is extending beyond sports figures. Like, I'm hoping that this goes beyond into other facets of the collegiate. You know, I mean, if you're gonna offer this this kind of uh, money to one set, there should be a way to. There should open avenues to other sets, you know? Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be great if we just incentivized the most creative people, which are normally the youngest people in our society, incentivized them with money? How much more scientific discovery would there be? How much more? But would there be more scientific discovery or would there just be charlatanism posing so they can get well, that, get that bag? Any sufficient system where you're going to pay people extra money is going to get gamed. Always. <laughs> like crazy. You heard, you heard about the- I don't want the, the government to control it. I didn't say that. I mean, speaking of that, you heard about the guy that got just got put away for uh, rigging the uh, Iowa lottery, right? <laughs> no, tell me about it. Come on. So in Iowa, you have to claim- uh, you have to claim the lottery. Like, you can't be anonymous. Oh, okay. Your name has to be known. Aww. I, I, I still think that you can hire. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so the, um, the, the, this, you have a year to claim any jackpot. And apparently this jackpot had, had been won, and the ticket went unclaimed for like 11, 10 months. Okay. And then all of a sudden, somebody from Toronto... Mm called and said we want the money but we don't want to come down and they're like well apparently on the back of the ticket there's code that is uh unique to that ticket and they're like we need the code and this other stuff and they had but they had all the stuff but they're like we're not coming down to get it they're Mm -hmm. like and they're like no this seems really fishy right well then nothing happened nothing came of it and then a month later Another law firm from New York called, mm. like, have the ticket in my hand, same kind of deal. But basically, it was all going to the same, it was going back to the same law firm in Toronto. And they did a little study, in, and apparently, uh, this guy that worked for the lottery, this this place was like his brother-in-law or, or some really? family member. Yeah. Um, he had rigged code into the lottery itself so that every there was a certain amount of time like every three three four months or so would mm-hmm. pass by and um the numbers that would be generated would be numbers that he picked oh so he didn't he actually, actually won, buy he'd actually won like two or three jackpots. are you serious yeah and he got paid for all of them yeah oh 
So what's I mean? What's going on with the guy? Then? Oh, he got he's nailed. He got I mean, put in. But is he Canadian? Fraud. Is he a Canadian? No, he's, he lives in Iowa. Yeah. Oh, he's he's part of the Iowa, Iowa Gaming Commission. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> or the Iowa Lotto or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah, no, he got Man, my absolutely busted, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's going to prison. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Good try, dude. Good try. I mean, you I, took a system, you exploited a weakness, and you benefited from I it. I think he was just looking at the federal government and saying, "Wow, what are they doing?" I'm to thinking, get rich? how libertarian of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're going to put the system out there? Oh, and the system's gameable? I'm look, in. Look, Let's do it. I'll be the first one to tell you when that lottery gets up over a billion, I'll buy tickets. Why not? But, you know, I'll be also be the first one to tell you that it is the idiot tax. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, And, and people can come at me. I don't care. If you play the lottery all the time or you're buying scratchers every day, you are wasting your fucking money. You're just giving money to the state oh, yeah. for no reason. For no reason, yeah. You might as well just be paying an extra well, fucking Well, you know tax. what they used to say is that you can't win if you don't play. You know what they also say? A fool and his money are soon fucking parted. <laughs> that's, for, that's probably why I don't have any fucking I bought, money either. I, bought, I haven't bought a scratcher in 10 years. Good for you. And the other day, I was at a row, and I had a long wait, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got 10 bucks in my pocket. They got mm-hmm. these little game books with like six tickets in it. Sure. Fuck it, I'll buy one. Yeah, not a fucking thing. Yeah, I'm like, and that's why I don't buy yeah, these. And that's things. why you don't buy them because it was six dollars that you'll never, <laughs> ten. never. It was ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yep. Yeah, that's ten dollars. It's just gone. You could have. I, I might as well just put that in an envelope, mail to the state of Iowa, and be like, here, <laughs> just fucking take this. I don't want anything for it. Nope. Just fucking take it. Can you wait? Can you just give me some pieces of cardboard? Don't even recognize me for it, and, and don't don't let me claim it on my tax returns. <laughs> just just fucking take it. Oh, the government's. The governments. Fuck them all. I just, I don't understand how we got into this spot. Like, I, I, I because really we don't. suck when we self-govern. Yeah. But yeah. then we hate everyone that tries to govern us. Well, <laughs> we. It seems like we just suck when we govern. Right. It feels like like it's like communism. Not great. Didn't really work out very well. Ask the millions of people that died. I mean, I just watched the thing today. Not not bringing up communism. That every true-blooded American should be lividly fighting against paying taxes, uh-huh. because Marx said in his in the book that the best way to pave to communism is state-run taxation. Sure, yeah. And even in America, we paid zero taxes until 1913. Mm-hmm. Guess what else happened in 1913? We uh... the creation of the Fed. Yeah. Guess what else happened in 1913? Hmm. The creation of the IRS. Hmm. Weird, huh? (laughs) The Fed, the the, the bank that has the name Fed, even though it has nothing to do with anything federal, Mm -hmm. then creates its own agency to fleece the money that you don't have to... Okay, maybe we are going to do this today. So (laughs) there is nowhere in the tax code that says you have to pay taxes Mm -hmm. on the money you make. Right. Nowhere in the... Nowhere. In fact, um, the IRS for a long time had a standing bounty. Mm. It's like $50,000 if you could find the bylaw that stated you are legally obligated to pay money from your income to the Fed. Mm -hmm. No one has found it. Mm -hmm. In fact, one guy that worked for the IRS for years, and I can look up his name, but why? You, You look it up. Fuck you. Don't be lazy. Look it up. So I don't want to look it up. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking, oh, to, them. talking to them. I was talking to them. That's a fourth wall break. So you yeah, just did a fourth, it's a fourth wall, wall break. and a fourth wall. That's like sixteen wall. Uh, so um, 
this guy was like, no, it exists. I wouldn't work here if it wasn't like a legally upstanding. He searched for it for seven years, never found it, mm-hmm. hasn't paid taxes in 15 years. And every time that they take him to, to court over it, he looks at the judge and says, show me where I have to, and I will. There's no, we literally, you know, everyone's like taxation without representation. We pay taxes with zero representation. Yeah. And we all do it because everyone's, and I, I love how they couch it. Like, like, oh, but, but your return, like how much are you going to get for your return? I don't uh, fucking want a return. I don't want to fucking pay you my money. Yeah. How about that? How, and then it was like, what about the roads? Fuck you. Fuck you and what, your roads. What about the roads? Like every community in the world has been proven that given enough time and enough problems, a community will come together on its own and solve I've, its own I've fucking never, problems. I've never really understood that argument. Because, I hate it. You know, if if they would have never started doing roads, we would have roads. We would today. still have them. Yes. Like it would have happened. You would know, they I'll, be the same? No, hold on. Would they be the same as what we have today? Probably not. They well, would probably be much more efficient and cost us less <laughs> money to take care of. You know, I don't know why because we'd be paying for them out of our pockets. Think about it though. It's the freeway system. That's what the government started. And yeah. you know why they started it? Troop movements. Sure. It was started. Yeah, for, it was started to, for a military to reason to be able to around, move yeah. troops in a, in a yeah. in a direct manner. They didn't want to have to go through all these little small fucking towns. Exactly, it took too much time. So that's how the whole high, state highway, or not state highway, the the federal freeway system. Well, and wasn't there something about um, also like being landing strips for military aircraft as well? That's why they're the size that they are. Most of the four lane systems. I hadn't uh, heard that, but I can buy it. Yeah, I think that's a German thing too for the autobahn. Actually, I think that's where they got it. That's from. fair. Yeah. But because you know just the Nazis built of what the you said, and, what you, you know. said just a second ago yeah. that that the roads would be better, but I mean, think about it this way. I don't know because Chicago. I I just went to Chicago to drop my kid off on an airplane mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Sure, and coming out of there, mm-hmm. I now have a bill for seventy dollars in tolls. Ouch, Jesus, yeah. 70? 70. So. Because I don't know how to put avoid tolls on I mean, <laughs> my is... GPS. But but my point is, I know this for a fact, that when Chicago, when the, when the Chicago Transit Authority proposed all these toll roads, mm-hmm. the toll roads were supposed to be in effect to pay for the road mm-hmm. so they didn't have to take out a loan. And then they were going to stop. And then they were going to stop. Yeah, they, yeah. That road was paid off over 20 years ago. Yeah, they don't, they don't stop taking money. No, they, they never will. Once they, once they realize that yeah. you'll keep paying it. And then what do they do? They up it. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I went through the Chicago tolls a couple years ago doing uh, uh, routes for Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I am very positive that the tolls are about 30% higher now than they were two years ago. I agree ago. with that. Yeah, it's 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 not been that long ago since I've been through there, and I want to say it cost me, shoot, 30 bucks probably the last time I was yeah, rolling through exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, roughly. Hey, but even then, and, and, and you know, I, I was even, I can even bring up the fact that uh, for a short time after the Civil War, there was a, a, a tax program that they that, that was instituted to pay for the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was stopped. It's yeah, that was one one of the only times in history that something got started that they actually kept their promise and stopped yeah. it later on. Of course, I think there was some outcry from the people because I think they tried to to push that forward longer too. If I remember oh, I'm sure right, they did. yeah. But then the people just didn't the have thing anything that pisses to me off the most. Is and that that's our problem: is our people don't fucking stand up for themselves anymore. The Boston Tea Party. I mean, you heard the story. You know, they were gonna they were gonna start. Uh, the, 
Honestly, the Boston Tea Party started because England was going to start charging a 1% surcharge on the tea coming in. The, yes. Just, 1%. just the tea. Just 1%, though, too. One penny on every dollar. Well, yeah. granted, they, you know, in seventeen eighty three, hell of a lot of well, money think, back think then. about this. In 1783 money, or 1752 money, one penny was a lot of money. Was still money. It was still a lot of money. Yeah. Like, that a was five was bucks. was a lot of money. You know, that, yeah. that, was, that was considerable. Yeah. People were paid in change. It was like you know? it was like us carrying around bills today, like them having and, a and, pocket of change. And we were willing to go to a war because they were going to start taxing a one percent yeah. tax increase. Yep, yep. And we're like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine? That, and that's what kills me today. And now it's like every time a politician want, wants to take over a program, well, we're going to institute a a a. Two percent tax hike in your gas, and everybody Americans are like, "Well, it seems fair." No, no, no! It fucking doesn't how seem much, fair. How much of their money do they already take? How much of your money? Bro, do think about the. Um, if I you think, think about the last all time, of the taxes, my in- well, let me see. You pay you pay your income taxes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then, on the money you have left, yep. you now pay sales taxes. Yep. Property taxes. Yep. Vehicle taxes. Yep. Taxes on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Taxes on any fucking public service that you fucking do. Correct. Taxes on any hot food you buy. Mm-hmm. Taxes on gas. Mm-hmm. I'm taxes pretty sure taxes. you pay tax on power. Ta- yep. Taxes yep. on, uh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, all your entertainment, that's all taxed. And then on the backside, if they decide that they didn't tax you enough, they're going to tax you even more at the end of the year. And then you get taxed if you get married. You get taxed yep. when you die. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you have investments, you get taxed. Yep. Yeah. If you have an estate that you like, want to give to your family, that gets taxed. And we just keep rolling the fuck over and accepting it as part of the beast that has to exist, but it 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 doesn't. I think I saw a number one time that by the time you get done paying all of the taxes on a dollar that you're going to spend, it's something like 70%. I know, it's all said I know I know my income tax 70 um, cents on a dollar. I want to say without giving too much away. I'll say I made close to a six-figure income last year. Excuse Ooh. me, sorry. Yeah, I only took home like forty-eight hmm. that Sounds went into right. my pocket. Yeah, and then I still had to pay in. Yeah, like the the almost sixty I paid in taxes wasn't enough. No, they needed more. And then and then you paid on everything you bought past that. Other oh, than, absolutely. Other than food that you have to make. That you have to pay taxes on the energy to make that food. Well, technically, yeah. I mean, I pay taxes on the gas that runs through my house. It's fucking... It's insane. It's ridiculous to me. And every time they propose a new tax, everyone gets all up in arms. But guess what? They still fucking pass, yeah. and you still fucking pay it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really at the point where I'm going to stop paying my taxes just to see what fucking happens. I mean... <sighs> because it, it makes no sense to me on a country of 330 million people... How they can justify not only having a debt, but being in a deficit. And to be robbed but taking, the way that they but are. But taking as much money from us mm-hmm. as they take. So think about that. 330 million people, and let's say, let's be conservative and say 200 million of those are working. Let's say 130 mm-hmm. million sure. of them are children yeah. under the age of 15. Mm-hmm. 200 million Americans working, and if, what's, the, what's the minimum wage now? 10? I mean, I think ten's a good round number. So I think use. they're building to fifteen. Yeah, I mean, it's still seven something. I think. The so let's just go with let's just, let's go, just with 10. go with ten bucks an hour. Ten million people. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Okay, so let's just what is that thirty thousand dollars? Let's, do, let's just do a forty hour work week okay. at ten dollars an hour. Yeah, that's four hundred hours a week. Yeah, yeah, that's four hundred hours a week. So fifty two. That's twenty twenty some thousand. Twenty some yeah. thousand. Take out taxes. That's about fifteen thousand. Yep. A year. Yep. yep. Times three hundred thirty million. Two hundred million times two hundred million. Yeah, times two hundred million. So that'd be three three billion. Three trillion. Would it be trillion? I, think I don't so. think it'd be. I don't think it'd be that high. Uh, two hundred. I'm really bad at math. Million. It's a lot of zeros. Times uh, fifteen thousand equals. Actually, you're right. Three trillion dollars. Wow. Nice. So that's that's what we're making. But that's on a twenty twenty thousand. So that means they're taking five. They're taking almost a trillion, close to a trillion, in taxes. So why the fuck do we have any kind of deficit? We should be gobbling this fucking up every fucking. And that's on a low. That I guarantee you, the the median income in America is higher than you know, fucking twenty thousand you know, dollars like a year. Forty forty percent of the people don't pay taxes at all. Right now, well, I mean, I think it's close to. Yeah, you know, I, I love when people get mad because a CEO will get a tax break and not have to pay taxes. Well, guess what? Okay, let, let's go with Bezos. Just pick Bezos because I know he got into a huge fucking amount of trouble over socially about yeah. it. Yeah, Yeah. Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos has given you Amazon and everything that entails Amazon streaming, Amazon deliveries, Amazon. And you can, you know, it started as a bookstore as an online bookstore. And most internet's on AWS servers these days too. Yes. It's a huge, it's a huge amount. Yeah. But it exists because of him Mm -hmm. and all those entities employ Mm -hmm. and all those entities provide service and goods. And so if they give him a tax break so that he can continue to provide that kind of shit, like the minute they start making him pay, Amazon downsizes. You know the, the thing that I the thing that I hate the most about the current arguments white is, people. I mean, okay, that's up there. <laughs> it's up there. But it's not it's not the most. I'm sorry. Please continue. Um is the thought of another person looking at someone else saying Oh, they make too much. Oh, I fucking they, hate that. There's no reason for anyone to make that much money. Why is it? Why are you the one that gets to choose? And why are you the one that gets to because make that judgment? Because they don't make that much. Well, money. that's what I mean, though. Right? No, I know, like, but that's that's why they feel like they get to be the the moral uh, um, dissident like over you, it. Like you, you never took the chance. You never took. The opportunity you never took the risk exactly to do what Jeff Bezos started in his garage, exactly. if I remember right. Which could wasn't have it? wasn't which, an Amazon which had, started in his yeah, garage, which had just like as that. much opportunity to yeah. fail. Yeah, as because think, think how many think how many think how many other online bookstores started in that same oh, amount of it was crunch dot com time. Boom, exactly. It was, what ninety nine and ninety eight? I think what was what was the statistic? Some like seventy five, eighty five percent of those dot coms all failed within like the plus. first year. It was, was it was it over percent, the nineties? Yeah. I know it was very high. The dot com boom was devastating to because the, the internet was new and everyone yeah. was snapping up web pages yep. and trying to provide service. Well, there was a lot of money. There was a lot of money was. involved with the internet back then. And there's still a lot of money involved now, right? Like we figured it out now how to have models that don't lose money. But innovation, but, innovation and and just the the just making even just an internet service. Yeah. I mean all of a sudden you have to hire someone. I mean think small. Think think of opening a business. Yeah. And it, and it does well. 
Yeah. Well, you can't be there seven fucking days a week, 365 days a week. You got to fucking hire somebody. I, I, well, now you have to have payroll. Now you have to, now you might have to up your prices a little bit yeah. because you have another person that has to take care of. And, and then if they work full time, government says you got to give them fucking benefits. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, well, the your argument was absolutely right. These CEOs, these people that own these businesses, whether they make too much money or not is not my fucking argument. It's not my, it's not my, my problem. My argument it's is the fact that they made something and mm-hmm. they fucking earned it. Yeah. And the world's a better place because of it. And you can argue that one way or another yes. with Amazon. You can say, well, all the small businesses are dying because of places like Amazon. That's fair. That's a fair argument. And COVID right? did not help but the small people, business people at all. People can get more for their money now than they've ever been able to get. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line, mm-hmm. right? Even even if they sometimes choose lower quality bullshit, that's but that's just how well, the I mean, market. That's has how gone. Walmart has existed for how many years? Yeah, for sure. Now yeah, they, they they tested that. Like you can buy a, a model of TV at Best Buy and mm-hmm. the exact same model, same everything at Walmart, yeah. and you're going to get a, an inferior product yep. at Walmart. Yep. All the quality testing that they do on all the sets, the ones that barely pass. Mm-hmm. Go to Walmart. The ones that pass exceptionally well go to, and the ones you buy from Best Buy will last you longer. There, there was a time and place, though, for small town businesses and for small businesses, you know, in in every community. And that's when you know accessibility was a lot harder, when accessibility was a lot more expensive. Like when we didn't have an internet, when we had to like mail order things. Like there was a convenience thing and a convenience problem right so you went to your little downtown shops and, and you used the convenience of that and you paid extra for it because i mean let's be honest the sears catalog was way cheaper than anything you could get downtown even when we were growing up and those underwear ads were hot when you know I was a kid. and and there's always going to be people and there's nothing wrong with any of these arguments that want to go and support small businesses all yep. the more power to you and i love supporting small businesses I do when I that can. have that do something creative hmm? like you can't just go out and buy stuff off Amazon and resell it in a small business. How many eBay stores do you see? There, I gotta everywhere. believe that that's part of that too. At least right? that's dying. Like, At least yeah. that's dying. That's not as prevalent as it used to be. I mean, and it, and if you can even if you can make a living buying stuff off Amazon and selling it in a small shop in a small town, like good for you, right? Like you found a niche and you fucking filled yeah. it, and you're making money doing it. I have no problem with someone making. Thank God money. for you, right? Like anytime you can provide something that people will pay for. And you can make a living and and you know live this I, life the way you the way that you want to live it. Like, I don't care how many billions of dollars Jeff Bezos has. Yeah. I don't have, I don't care how many billions of dollars Trump is worth. What I do care about is the fact that without people like that, there is no economy. Mm-hmm. My argument without is without somebody who's willing to open a business, start a business, and 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 make something that that not only maybe not maybe not even a product that enriches but a product that employs a product yeah. that causes growth I, i'm never mad at that yeah no neither am i and anytime the government steps in to try to stop the amazons or the walmarts or anything like that they only end up hurting the small businesses they, anyway they regulation can, they can stop walmart but th- they could put they could put tons of regulation the, the problem with regulation is, is that you just you can't just say this is regulation against Walmart. Like you can't do that. Like so, your regulation that you're going to write is going to be for the, all of the populace. And if you come out and say, you know, you can't sell a fabric that's lower quality than X, that's that's a government regulation. Like the WalMarts of the world can afford that with no problem, but there may be small businesses that can't. You right. know what I mean? Right. And it's the same thing with wage, right? Like 
the government taking over wage, the wage conversation, and saying this is what you will pay people minimally, that that I've, to me is the thing that drives up the cost on the backside. Of everybody's everything. always talking about well, people need a living wage. People, the thing is, I, and I this think, is the argument I've always tried to get across to someone that minimum wage is designed for minimum skills. It's designed for minimum knowledge. Mm-hmm. One thing I've told all my kids when they step into the workforce, ask questions, yeah. learn your job, yeah. learn the next job. The more you know, the more you can do, the more you are worth. Yeah. And they will pay to keep you. Yep. You know, and then, then, then you have upward growth. You have not only money growth, but you'll, you'll, the more you can do, the more responsibility you will get. So when I see someone... And, and like I said, come at me. I don't give a shit. When I see someone that has worked as a fucking cashier at McDonald's for 30 fucking years, I have no sympathy for you making yeah. minimum wage at 30 plus years. And there are people, I've seen them, people that work at Casey's for 20 fucking years as a cashier. And then they're mad that they can't afford anything more than a trailer. That's your fucking problem. Yeah. yeah. That is not mine. And I shouldn't have to help pay for your problem. Yeah. I, I do think, I think in this world today, and I think you had the same experience probably with your dad. Like my dad taught me at a really early age that sometimes life is going to fucking suck. Oh, d- and sometimes yeah. you're just going to have to fucking figure it out. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to sit back and be scared and of it. No one you is going to come back, rescue you. And you can't sit back and, and just be stonewalled by your anxiety. Like you have to overcome that shit. Like, Man, I, I still struggle with my anxiety all the fucking time, man. And the only thing that ever works in the long run is when I face it. I just learned that and, I have anxiety. I just yeah. thought that I had other things. Yeah. Turns out yeah. <laughs> all these things are anxiety well, I issues. Think, I think humans are I think humans in general, because of the way that our brains work, we we have anxiety. Most of the population has a, a huge amount of anxiety. Well, I told Tyler, like like I'm terrified. Every fucking day. Yeah. There are so many things going on around me that... that Are completely out of your control. But any one of them could end mm-hmm. everything that I have. Yes. At yep. any fucking time. Yeah. Our the lives economy, are really the, fragile the economy when you really crashes, think about it. We're gone. Martin yeah. Brothers decides, we don't want to do this anymore. I'm fucked. Yeah, we're selling out, right? Like, we're going to sell Which to U.S. foods. very easily happen. They just completely obliterate all of the Martin you know, Brothers. I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's insane. The, yeah. the tightrope that we walk every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. But I just remember what my dad told me. No one's coming to save you. Yeah. So find a thing that you can do that you don't have to be perhold- yeah. you know, beholden to one person to do it. And you just can't give a fuck. No. At the end of the day, you just can't give a fuck. Like, you're just going to have to fucking do. Hi, I'm Neil. Hi, nice I'm Nick. You. Nice to meet you. Yeah. You just can't <laughs> give a give fuck. A like, you're fuck. just going to have to sit back and not even sit back. You're going to have to put your fucking feet to the floor, get fucking moving, and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. And you're just going to have to make it work. And that's, you know, that's what life is. The only is. thing I can do at this point in my age is, is express that to my children. Yeah. Like, like Jason is 16 and he's starting to look at a car, starting to look at a job. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what, brother, you're 16. Your job is going to suck. Yeah. You're going to be doing the trash. I feel you're so gonna bad be for Corbin. Shit. You're going to be, you, but, <laughs> but let me tell you something. If yeah. you go in there, and you don't roll your eyes. And you don't do that fucking. And you just do what you're fucking told. And work and hard. And when to you're do it. done, yep. you go up to them and be like, "Is there anything else?" Yeah. I was like, "I guarantee you, 
As like, and this has nothing to do with brown nosing. I fucking hate that too. When you try to do a good job at work, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, fucking brown noser. No, I'm just better than you. How, uh, people like that just need to fuck off all the way. Just because I, I give a fuck about not only what I'm doing, but the fact that I can respect somebody for the position that they hold. And, and that's, that's the thing that they, they fail to realize. I can respect you as my manager mm-hmm. and have absolutely no respect for you as a human being. Yeah. Trust me, I did it for four years in the Marine Corps. Sure. I can fucking do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're well trained. <laughs> what I tell my children, when you get to the job, respect the manager. Mm-hmm. They will respect you and then guess what happens? Then you'll start to respect them as a human. Yeah. And then you do build a relationship and they will count on you and they will fucking know that you're someone I can call. You're someone that's going to help me fucking fix a problem and you will be the one that has the opportunities. Yeah. The people that bitch, the people that call people, other people brown nosers and the people that just do the bare fucking minimum. Yeah. They're minimum fucking wage people yeah. and they will always be yeah. minimum wage people because they have no marketable fucking skill. Boy, I look on the brighter side of that. I do think people. I do think people have the opportunity to change anytime that they want to. I, I do think though. But you nailed it right there. When anytime I mean, they want yeah, it, to, it takes a conscious decision, right? And, and I think that that's the thing that you see in humanity is that people don't usually make that choice. And I agree with you. Not when that, you have so right? many programs willing to just bail you out every yeah. fucking time you yeah, turn around. Why should you put we, the effort in? You, we've both seen. And and have been around people that do the bare minimum and slide by as, as much as they can. Oh, more you know? times than I can ever fucking like, imagine to count. People sometimes don't change. That's that's an absolute fact. I would almost fair enough say that people almost never change. Uh, I would say that that's not that's not inaccurate at all. It takes. God, I love the ones that do though. It takes an insane amount of effort. I, I love and the, self-reflection. See, and those are the two things. Yeah, I love the effort, ones that do. And self-reflection. Yeah. I really, I really love the ones that take the time to look at themselves. And, and and what I mean by look at themselves is, like, take a good long look in the mirror and see who, see yourself for who you really are. Yeah. And and don't make any excuses for yourself. Mm. Just just say yes, I want to be that way, or no, I don't want to be that way anymore. Mm. And then make a choice to be different. I've I you know come to grips a long time ago. I like who I am, and I know a lot of people don't, and that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. I like me. Yeah. I've lived a good life. I have just about everything I've ever wanted. I've done just about everything I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. There are a few things on my bucket list I'd like to check off, but they're just fun things. I they're agree. not nothing yeah. important. Mm-hmm. And my children are good human beings and they will be good productive people. So if I were to die tomorrow, life will lived. Yeah. I'm okay. Sure. I have no regrets. I I would miss this. Well, until I'm dead, I don't think I'll miss anything when I'm dead because it's no. all just nothing after that. So, I don't think, but you know, I don't think that's true. I think people will miss me. Yeah, and I think that to me, that's that's the end game. Is I feel sorry for the people who have funerals that no one goes to. Yeah, I'm are. very positive people will be at my funeral. I'm really. I, I, don't, I don't know how the fuck we branched out to this. I well, I love going back and listening to us sometimes and figuring sometimes out how the roadmap that we take <laughs> to get from one to the other. It is a trip to listen to us, but Jesus we should probably Christ. take a break. Oh, yeah. You got to pee. Oh, look at me calling it. You got to pee? That's the first time. Uh, 18 weeks? 19 <laughs> weeks? That's the first time I've called it. Well, this is uh, this has been a long pregame. Yeah, oh. It really has. We probably will have a very long show after this. Yeah, it's uh, we're almost an hour in. On the pregame, oh, no and shit. we're happy to do it today. Hey, 
This is uh, this has been the pregame for Two Drink Minimum. We'll be right back. seconds on this. Is that all you want to be? What if you could look right through the cracks? Would you find yourself, find yourself afraid to see? We're probably going to get copyright busted on this one, uh, but I don't, I don't care. care. Worth it. Our 97 cents is going to be gone. Dude, Trent Reznor. Yeah, people bag on Nine Inch Nails for being whatever. Stupid. But They're stupid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The guy is a genius. And this right here, in my opinion, is my favorite Nine Inch Nails song. I love it. It's good. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. We got to get going here. You can choose to believe. Welcome back to the uh one and only. Oh no. We're not we're I don't think we're the one and only, but two drink minimum with We are uh, not. Uh that's Neil and Ladies and Nick. gentlemen, I don't know if we ever had this story before, but we named ourselves two drink minimum and I I asked Nick, don't do that. But he's like, no, I like it. I was like, I like it too. Yeah. But there are like 10 others on Spotify <laughs> that have the same name. But I think yeah, yeah. we're better than all of them. Well, I think so that we're different. I've listened to a couple Very much of them. different than all of them, right? We're just, if you're one of them, then come at me. We're just putting it out there the way just, we see it. 
come I'm at me, really bro. Really aggressive yeah, today with people you just coming don't at give me. A just fuck, come do you? at me. I don't. You just don't give care. a fuck. That's what the, I. And going into this podcast, I do care. Holy fuck, dude! I just opened this. He doesn't care. Oh, finish it. Hey, Tyler's at the table. I mean, I don't have a mic out I for got, him. But... I got another bottle. That's that's yours. Oh, he says yes, sir. <laughs> that's that. Uh, uh, is that that mead or what is that? Yeah, that's the dry. That's the dry. The drier one, mm-hmm, not yeah. the uh, hi, not the hibiscus one. Yeah, I like. You can't dry, touch like that fucking stuff. one. You like the hibiscus ones? Better? I do. Yeah, I do like the hibiscus one better. Yeah, I thought that was delicious. I want to go back up there and grab a couple more bottles. Where was that at? You want to? Uh, I got a name. From, plug them. I got it from I. I don't remember the name of the orchard. Right on. Orchard, but here, let me see that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's on the bottle. It's the Kickapoo Meadery. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a mead. Yeah. Ooh, that's a different beer. I was drinking Bud Light to start, and then I oh, ran and out. Oh, switched to Coors Light? Yeah. That, that is a different beer. That's a different taste. So I uh, <laughs> was under the impression we were starting with the um, the other song that we're going to do later because I have a story about Rush that oh. I was talking to you about. Well, we can do the Rush story right now if you want. It is crazy how... Rush actually got famous. Um, they were not a good band in in Canada. They well, were some they were fa- people they that were would failing. say that they're not a good band anyway. No, I get that, but <laughs> they were failing. Not like, me. Like, uh, I like Rush. They had been relegated to being played overnight on the radio, which in those days that's uh, murder. The Lou like, Brutus, yeah, like the Lou Brutus. No, even, he's not even later. Yeah. I mean, yeah, overnight. Yeah. Oh, so you're talking so, Doctor Demento? <laughs> there was a, uh, I don't know if uh, some low pressure front had gone through. But one night, one of the uh, the AM signals bounced across Lake Michigan and hit a Detroit uh, oh. hit the Detroit audience, and people were in love in instantly. Wow! Like clamoring, like who was that? Those we want Michi- more. Those Michiganers, they really love the uh, Rush. Yeah, that's how Rush yeah. actually got noticed and famous. It was off of a fucking atmospheric skip. Wow! Without it. They were a band that Canadians they would have faded, thought were terrible. They would have faded into obscurity before they ever even had a chance to become Thank famous. Thank God for Rush. Right? Thank, Thank God, God for, for atmospheric Rush. physics. Well, <laughs> maybe God made that happen because he was like, these guys are good. The Canadians don't. They don't appreciate yeah, Canadians them. Canadians don't appreciate shit. Here, let me, let me do some um, magical weather things. Since, since, uh, I don't, since I don't really hate like anybody wholesale, I had decided many, many years ago to just fucking hate Canada. No. Oh. For no reason at all. Blame Canada. It's one of not my even favorite blame, songs. I mean, not even blame Canada. I just fucking, <laughs> I'm always like, fuck Canada. Like, and, and I'm sure they're wonderful people and I well, have absolutely nothing personal against them, so but much. they can all burn. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons I love blame South Park. Blame Canada for nah. all that hockey hullabaloo <laughs> and that bitch and Murray too. <laughs> you know way more of that they're song than I do. little it's heads. so good. I'm not your buddy fuck guy. Fuck your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> You're a boner biting bastard, Uncle Fucker. You're an Uncle Fucker. Yes, it's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. Um, that was, that was terrible, and I want to apologize, Uncle Fucker. But I'm not going to. <laughs> no apologies That's needed you. on N-C-L-E. this. Fuck you, Uncle Fucker. On this particular podcast, um, apologies are never going to be given. Sorry about your luck. Number one. So. Unless I actually do something that even I later on, I'm like, who? Wow. Really? Well, yeah. Sometimes we say things that we don't mean. Mm. We really do. Which We're really good at it. I think I may have good. actually apologized one time on this show. Yeah. 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 I think I did. That was really nice. That was a nice correction, I, too. I, did, I didn't mean it. He did. He it did. Was, it was under duress. 
Yeah, I didn't dress him though. I, well, I never dress you. Did you say you didn't dress me? <laughs> I never dress you. He only undresses me. Just with my eyes, buddy. Ugh. Yum. Mm. We started getting fingers. Of, okay, this is getting gay. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we're always happy around here. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, we were talking about the IRS. We've yeah, been talking about that. We've it's been such talking an about, evil. Uh, I don't want to be known as one of those guys that wants to blame the the Canada. the. The, it's the Canadians' fault. The cabal that runs the world. I, I'm not that guy. I don't. Do you think the Rockefellers run the world? I don't. Do you think? That I think just based on sub- human nature that there is probably a bunch of people who want to be in control and they have the money because they've existed forever. That well, they probably do exert a certain amount of control into things. Yeah. I don't know that there's wholesale people trying to drive us back into slavery because I don't think it would ever work. Well, I do think there's that there too are people... many guns in America for people to be driven that far down. We would even us lazy, fat fucking Americans would snap at some point and be like, uh, no, I mean, it's going to take a minute yet. Cause I really feel like there's way too many of us that are still really okay with everything that's going on. Oh my God. This just brought to mind something oh, I shit. saw the other day or oh, earlier. Shit. Uh, did you hear this? That Hamas has threatened that if the U S gets involved in the Israel con- conflict, that they will invade. And the TikTok I saw all of a sudden here. They'll invade the United States. Mainland. And then every veteran in America is just like loading guns. (laughs) Like, bro, you don't know who you're fucking with. I feel that kind of scares the fuck out of me. I'm not going to lie. I, you know what? And here's, here's what I'm more scared about though. I'm more scared about, People that are living here just trying to be peaceful that are of that. In- oh, well, no, they have and they have absolutely no no qualms about killing yeah. anybody. The thing that gets me Middle is Eastern that they're going to go live over here that are just trying to live a peaceful life. They're going. Right? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like it's going to be like the Japanese internment camps. Oh, absolutely. You know? That scares the fuck out of me. It really does. It should. But yeah. I don't I, I want to say that we've risen. Mm. I mean. We've kind of brought it upon ourselves. If we're really going to say, if we're really going to talk the All truth here. All I know is here, that I like, saw that they were sending the 26th Mew. They've already sent two carrier groups that are parked outside waiting. I've heard they're sending the 20th. The, uh, a Mew is, the, uh, is, a, is a unit of force for the Marine Corps. It's the Marine Corps Expeditionary Unit. Mm-hmm. And it is massive. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that they're sending the 26th Mew across. And like I said last week, I hope so. While I don't want to get involved in other people's civil wars, I want to fight terrorism at every fucking point in time. If you want to fight militarily, do it. But the minute you start using terrorism as your go-to to prove your point, fuck all the way off. And if me and my brothers can help that, Yes. And you're really talking about like killing civilians for no reason, right? Well, that's like, what terrorists do. That's, yeah, that's the only that's, thing terrorists that's do. That's the thing that because I'm... Because they're too much cowards because, to put themselves well, in a position where they could get shot and, and the, killed. The reason I say that out loud is because they're labeling some of some of our brothers, your brothers, as terrorist groups. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I'm talking actual terrorism yeah. where, you know, there are casualties that are civilians and they don't care about civilian lives. 
Like pe- they're just pe- doing it for the shock value to try to force the government to do something. Somebody had brought that up to me once about um, military action in the Marine Corps and how many civilians are innocent. And I was like, but you know what? We actively try to minimize understanding that as a, as a con- as a casualty of war, as as part of a conflict, if there are civilians around, sometimes shit happens and it's it's terrible. Well, I think there's a difference between um doing a military strike against military targets and civilians being involved unintentionally and being like a, a suicide bomber that you're intentionally killing civilians. I mean, how many times there's a difference times, between the two, you know, and this, this is another thing I've been I don't seeing. like either one. This is another thing I've been seeing this week and it's like all these colleges and it's really fucking universities that are doing it. We in America are, we have no idea. No, you, we, you know, all these fucking kids and professors think that they understand the Middle East politics. No, you don't fucking know because you don't. You're live not there. there. You're not there. You don't live under the threat because we no. we live in America. No, the only we're thing, not under that kind of the a only thing threat. that we have to base any decisions on is the American propaganda machine. And 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 this is the other thing. I said it out loud. At, at what propaganda point? Machine. At what point do they not understand? We did so much fucking worse when they hit the buildings in 9-11. Yeah. So much fucking worse. But it was okay because that was America. And that never happens. Well, it happens every fucking day over there. Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing it for you know, hundreds of years. And Britain, British news is always the first one to be like, well, the response wasn't proportionate. And I, I watched this guy like, so you want them to go over there and just start murdering babies? Like, is, would that be proportional yeah, to would you? you? Would you like a proportional response? You would, now, for now terri- against terrorism, you'd like a proportional response do, against terrorism. Do I like the fact that there are right now innocent people suffering because of the shortage of food and water? No, I don't no. like that. I don't no. like that at all. And I understand that they're having a lot of trouble leaving, even though they've been told to leave. I understand that there have been blockades and they're not being allowed to. Yeah. And understanding all that. I, I feel bad for the civilians that are, that are living in that area. But there are more people there than there were Hamas, and you let them rule you. You know, I just I don't. Boy, and, and, and you hear about you hear about most of the population there is not behind Hamas. They do not agree with them, but that's who is in. It's like the Taliban ruling you fucking know, Pakistan. In the Middle East, it's a different story though, because no, they've been ruled it by different people is. so many hundreds of thousands of years, right? Like. That's and that, just and that's the way the thing, that that area has always been. It's not. <sighs> that's the thing that Joe Blow from fucking Wisconsin is never going to fucking understand because no. we've never lived in that kind of fucking environment where there are people actively trying to kill me just because of who I happen yeah. to believe in. Yeah. Just because of just because of where don't I be happen a Christian to live. Over there. Don't be no a Christian. God. Don't be no the, dude. Uh, the 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 articles of Hamas state that that until that is all Muslim. The Christian, the Jew, all well, they're just infidels. They're just infidels. They all they deserve is death. That's it. Uh, I think according to what I read, according to the Quran, that you are afforded three opportunities to convert, and if you don't convert after the third opportunity, then they are allowed to kill you. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that correctly. That you that as an infidel, you are afforded three opportunities to convert, ah. and after that, you're a lost soul. Boy, I just, I have it's such just, a hard time being, being an American 
See, for my that's entire the problem. life, right? Like, we, we've lived such a different life. Like, there's no yes. way that I can even come close to fathoming no. what they have to go through on no. a day-to-day basis and how they've been conditioned since the day they were born. You know, I, and I don't, I don't really even understand the conditioning that I've had since I was born because the propaganda machine over here isn't fucking great either. No. Um, but it's so, it, it's so like it, it makes. I do like the fact though that lately that's been getting called out a lot fucking more. Well, I think that people like us that have been willing to say the words out loud. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people well, that did it way before we did. There's so many right? people that are scared yeah. in this day and age to come out with their actual feelings because, yeah. oh my God, what if somebody doesn't like me and they go to my job and yeah. they go to this? And blah, 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 blah. Well, and I, feel- I say like this, if you're going to have the conviction or if you're going to have the belief, have the conviction to stand behind it. I think the population that just doesn't give a fuck is a lot higher now than it has ever been yeah. that I've been alive. Yeah. Well, no, I take that back when I was like in my 10s, 11s, and 12s, like the the population that my dad was a part of, that generation, they didn't give a fuck. That was a different kind of not caring, though, because that was like... The, like dude, well, they didn't give a fuck, 60s, and they were going to fight you for it. During the right? 60s and 70s, like, like it was... America was a different beast than it is now. Like... Yeah. It was, we don't give a fuck because we're doing our thing and everyone is leaving each other alone. Yeah. For the most part. There yeah. were always going to be scuffles. There's always going to be some shit that pops off. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just like, we're just living. And now it's like, but we're just living, but you can't live that way. Yeah, the fuck I can. Right. Right. I, my dad's generation was the, well, he was drafted into World War II at the end of World War II. So he was a lot. He was, he was a pretty old guy by the time I was... By the time I was born, and those guys that served in the war, they don't—they just didn't give a fuck about anything. No, because they had seen the ultimate in what human depravity. Well, they understood could, what life. Do. They understood what life really was. Well, I think people that—I I don't see know it if it's un- that they understood what life was, but they understood how precious. Yeah, life I think is. people that see an unimaginable, about it, uh, unimaginable. Wow, words are hard. Amount of death are the one only ones that can really appreciate what life is. Is that is like you no, can't dude, you can't really was, see white unless you know what black is. You know what think, I mean? Think about this. World War II was the last real war where it was like you're just pounding the shit out of each other. You you all knew where everyone was and you knew you were heading Even, into it. And you just because you know once you get to Korea and Vietnam, it became more guerrilla type warfare. You know, fighting in jungles, fighting where you you know there were no lines anymore and you know in 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 world war 2 there were there were lines you yeah. know and you were facing each other and you were fuck you if it's going to be you or me fucker it's going to be you type thing and i just it's, just to live through that yeah and and see the aftermath and understand you know how many times did i hear stories you know my my buddy was there and then he wasn't my friend was there and then he was gone like yeah. just that fucking fast. There's man. no way that you and I could even fathom that. Not even. I can't. Like those guys understood what life was. Yeah. They understood how precious it was. Right. Exactly. Uh, it, and it is. And not a lot was of, is. You know, but you you look at some of the stories from some of the ones that that returned and they took those. You know, some of them didn't because we are human beings and sometimes you can only see so much before you just break inside. Yeah. You know and. But but some of those men came back and and they call them the greatest generation. They came back and they they forged 
the basis for what our industrial complex is today. Yeah, they made the United States. You know, exactly. After the, the years after World War II were really what made some the of the United most States. productive in in American history. Yeah, I, I think there's some people that would attribute that to the wars that we fought after World because War II because we made a lot of money on those wars. These but. these men came back and, like you said, they had a certain how do the French say joie de vie, like a certain joy for yeah. life because yeah. they understood the cost yeah. of it. They understood. The penalty, and I just don't think that we're faced with that today. You it's know, a, today, to death is death is something you see on the internet. Death is something that happens to someone else. Death is not something that we rush into. Even the wars that we fight for years, I never really understood the difference between my dad and his twin brother. So my dad has an identical had an identical twin brother, uh, Merle and Verle. Okay, those are the <laughs> best fucking names I've I ever heard so in my entire life. Uh, Merle was my dad. Verl was my uncle. They were identical twins. Verl was six minutes older than my dad was. So when they were drafted, um, it was right after the Sullivans had died. And so Verl was sent straight to the front lines, European theater, 1945. Yeah. You can only imagine. Um, dad was sent to the Navy. Um not even really in any theater of combat because right. they were like, we're not going to lose two brothers, right? right. Together again. Um, my dad and my uncle were so incredibly different people because of what they experienced in in that time. Oh, my dad, absolutely. my dad was in the Navy for 25 years, man. Dude, he, he served his three and then he got out for a year and then he went and served 22 more because he loved it so much. Europe was a meat grinder. My, my uncle was one of, I think there were three people that survived in his platoon. Yeah. He went to Normandy. He was at the Battle of the Bulge. Which he he, he rocked fucking insane. He rocked all of the nastiest battles. And he didn't talk about his experience. Like my dad had navy you? stories. How could you? My dad had navy stories coming out of his ears, right? Like he, he couldn't wait to tell you the stories that he had when he was in the service. My uncle didn't talk about his stuff till the last year that he was alive. Yeah. Like the shit that he went through huh. and and he was the kindest most gentle-hearted person that i have ever met in my yeah, life because he my had, uncle was. He had yeah. to be mean and he yeah. didn't ever have to do he had that a joy again. for life and he loved to laugh and, exactly. and he loved he loved his family and you know he was married to his wife uh for 50 some years like they had i think five kids together like the amount of people that came from that marriage is just mind-boggling to me well and i think you nailed it on the head like like we just we don't live in that situation no we don't so have it's any easy idea. it's easy yeah to me it's like someone being a fan of alabama yeah. it's easy to be a fucking fan of alabama oh he knows i've already i've yeah. kirkland's heard the argument yeah 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 well, and, well, he's from no, he's why. from Alabama. So that's the, but I have a buddy of mine that is an Alabama fan. Mm. I'm like, it, it's easy for win. you to be an Alabama yeah. fan, you know, because they they're they're a good team. They'll always be a good team. America's a good. I don't give a shit what people say. America's a good fucking country. Yeah, we're a solid goddamn country. As long as we can get our shit together and and come together as people, we can get it there again. I don't want to say make America great again. <laughs> people come at me for that shit. Oh, but, you maga loving son of a bitch, you. But you know, <laughs> you, you live over in a country like that where every day, you know, people move there. You can convert to being a Jew. You cannot, con you know. So you got white, black, brown, traditional Jewish, European Jewish. They all want to be there because that is such a, a holy we have mainline center. Jews and hardline Jews and, and, and liberal Jews. And, and I understand that that's also a very religious center for the Muslim, too. And I, I get that. 
but as far as I back as I've ever read, you know, like, yeah, in the 60s, uh, Israel did preemptively start kind of a six day war. Or was that the six day war? I don't remember. They did start one, though. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty fucking brutal. It was. But my only retaliation to that is. They live in a place where everything around them wants them dead. Yeah. And everything around them has tried. Well, and they continue to try. Yeah. It's, it's not even that they've ever stopped. Somebody even brought it up because they're like, you know, Israel's uh, uh, planned genocide. I'm like, if Israel's committing genocide, then they are fucking terrible at it. Yeah, they're not really good at it. Because yeah. the population of, of, of Palestine had grown in well, the, the last Gaza nine Strip years. Has still got just tons of Palestinians you know, living in it, right? The simple fact that, but the, and this guy was on Bill Maher, and he goes, the, this is the thing. If Israel wanted to commit genocide, they could. Yeah, and they haven't yet. They absolutely. You and don't, I use the word this yet is the because one thing, every, every group is going to do that eventually. This is the one thing that I've learned about Israel. Israel is a tough fucking country. They are. They really are. They are absolutely well, hard as fucking yeah. nails. Jewish people, for the most part, are pretty resilient. Well, even people. think, even pretty think biblical. Resilient. Like yeah. how many times they've been fucking. Well, and they've always been historically small too. Like even in the biblical times, they had to deal with giants all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, like they're they've but never I mean, been people of huge stature to start with, but they're some everyone, of the toughest people that you everyone could ever meet. always comes after them. Yeah, everyone. You know, even even biblical times, Canaanites, Philistines, which that's, Listen, by the way, that's where Palestine got its many, name. Rome was trying to be like a big fuck you to Israel by calling the area Palestine after the Philistines, which are the Israelites' biggest fucking enemy from pre, <laughs> pre-biblical yeah. times. So I'm like, how, nothing about Palestine fucking how many, is... Ugh. How many millions of Jews were, were killed in World War II? I mean, if you want to believe all the reports, it's six million plus. And that's not even counting all the people that were in Africa that were killed. Like, like apparently there were. I don't know what the numbers are because there is no way for me to be able to like verify that. But I can tell you that there was a ton of people that were killed during that conflict. And a lot of them were more than a ton. Two thousand tons. Two thousand tons (laughs) is only like (laughs) a few metric tons. Yes. Quite a few. Quite a few metric tons. Yeah. Thousands of metric tons of people. Yuck. 10 people would be a ton. I don't know. I mean, 200, 200 average times person times 10 is 2,000. 2,000 pounds is a ton, but is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So 10 people is a ton. God, fucking elementary math, bro. Jesus Christ, only five of me is a ton. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just, it, it makes me mad the fact that we in America, and I, by we, I mean children. We'll sit here and form these just opinions based on shit that they've heard from someone else and with with little thought or effort. When I see someone put up, I stand with Palestine and it's got the paratrooper on it. That pisses me off. You can stand with Palestine. I'm okay with that because there are free people. There are there are innocent people that live in Palestine that deserve. Yeah, for sure. And that's fine. Yep. But when you start throwing the terrorist iconography on your I stand with fuck off. That's what I can't st- I cannot I don't condone any kind of soft target strike. Like I said, it's terrorism if you're out to it kill is. civilians, it right? It's fucking that's, terrorism. That's what it is. Fucking if you're, plain if, and you're if you're out think to kill planes, civilians, that's terrorism. Think of the planes that yeah. hit the towers in 9/11. That was straight 
fucking terrorism. Think of all the fucking vest bombs that you've heard of. Suicide bombers just walking into a coffee shop, a coffee shop full of people that are just trying to wake up in the morning and enjoy the day. And now they're fucking dead for no reason. Not that I think most times that people are killed are for a good reason, but I, I think that there are the only thing I'll say to that is that I think that there are some really terrible things that governments do against their own people. And I think that there are some really terrible things that, that terrorist organizations do to people. And sometimes it's their own people as well. With that being said, I will leave it open to imagination, which is which as far as that goes. But I I don't think that we're, I, I really don't think that we're immune to, to anything that comes from the news, man. Like, we don't really know I just you what's know, happening I, over there. Like, we, we can only hear the reports that we hear. Like, no matter what, no matter what, like, media outlets we try to listen to, like, they're all tainted in some sort of all, way. All of them. And they're like, all going to be slanted. Even, even, the Tim, be... even, like, the Tim Cass and Mike Taibis of the world, like, they have a lean to them that you have to understand as well, you know? Like... I, I swear to God, dude, you know, there was a time in this country when news was unbiased and not editorials. Editorials are allowed to be biased. Fucking uh, what was his name? Andy, uh, Andy Rooney. Yeah. Had some of the best editorials you will ever find. You can look them all up on YouTube. He was a very well-spoken man and he was very opinionated. Right. But that was because it was an editorial. When you give the news, the news is just supposed to be this is what happened. I think that I think that you're right. I do think that people tried a lot harder to report like I think well, some people tried a lot harder to report the news as it is than happens it's, today. It's well, I I completely blame 24-hour news. Yeah. Because 24-hour news has been the best of news. It became it became once once there was more than than CNN Oh, wait, was um, we've gone through this before. Was it CNN that was the first 24-hour news? I think so, yeah. And then MSNBC, and then MSNBC was pretty close after that. And, and then, then so once once that's I think even before when it was the first one. CBS News was out there and then uh, I think Fox when, News came around in like the early 2000s, right? Well, I, I think when it was just the first one, I think that was still yeah. okay because yeah. it was no competition. Yeah. It was still just let's just report the news because people aren't always up at 7 and here's the 10. Problem with, and, here's the problem with the news channel that runs 24 hours a day. You're not going to get people to watch you exactly 24 hours point. a day. At like, some you're point, not even you have get to people to watch you for an hour, right? Like at, you're going to get a half hour out of people. And that's about point, all you're going to get. At some point, yeah. you have to start sensationalizing the news to make people want to watch. Well, the you. COVID years were the best years that CNN has had in well, decades. I mean, just just go back. Just go back. Go back to the 80s when uh, Iran Contra. Uh, you know all the drug wars. Um, fucking just just anything that happened. Like all of a sudden you would be bombasted by these fucking blatantly large, outrageous headlines. Mm-hmm. Headlines the, sell papers. Head, now, now headlines in newspapers are one thing because they are meant to be yeah. eye grabbing. So you buy the yeah, newspaper yeah, for sure. New York but then Times the article, is the best at it. But then usually yeah. the article was still very unbiased. Right. Yep. But these news reports, you can't say something to someone out loud and then not deliver on it. You're going to lose your audience. Right. Right. So then all of a sudden you've got competing news companies all wanting you to watch them, but they all have the same news. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what do they have to do? 
They have to start taking a different spin. Well, what's CNN doing? Well, then we're gonna we're gonna go from this angle, and once you start angling, you've already biased it. Well, as soon as, as soon as you try to appease any group, right? You've so already alienated it, everyone else. Well, you've just you've decided to not be news anymore. You've decided exactly. to be an entertainment company, exactly, right? And that's you know what? I guess if if they all call themselves news entertainment. I mean, I probably wouldn't have an issue with all of them. I you cannot even, sit here and call I feel yourself bad for CNN though, because I don't think they could call themselves that if they wanted they to. They can't call themselves entertainment. <laughs> There's nothing entertaining about Yo, watching that channel. Uh, I just saw something recently. They've been <laughs> CNN's been busted again for uh, oh yeah blatant lies yeah that are just drumming up shit. And, and what it comes down to, so I I read this the other day. What it comes down to is we're at this point now in America where. You have to be the first to break it. You have to be the first. You have yeah. to be the one. You have to be the one that's on top. And so they all of a sudden will say that just the, the the very first thing with zero corroboration, zero facts backing it. This is what I heard. So we're going to make a story out of it. Sure. And how many times everybody's in the recent TMZ. years? Everybody's TMZ. How many now. times in the recent years have you had to see a retraction? There's an really apology. Really small oh yeah, obviously it's going to be like some, a footnote at the end of Wolf Blitzer. It's going to be it's like, on some fucking scrolling thing. It, correction. Yep. At, Wolf the, Blitzer. at the end of Wolf yeah. Blitzer, he's going to be like, oh, and uh, apparently we were wrong about the whole WMD thing. My bad. Uh, thanks, and have a great night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bullshit. And the thing is, is that like you're saying, it's like the propaganda machine. Like it's all just designed to keep the the. I love people who watch the news because they all of a sudden act, they act like they are so much more scholarly than you are because yeah. they're in the know. They they watch the news. They know what's going on. Like no, you know what's been fed to you. Sure. You sure. know the you know the cool little graphics that you saw and and all the loud yelling that they you know that that they ganged up on one guy over. Like that's all you fucking know. You don't know the news. Yeah. You know, the news went out the door in the fucking 70s. So, we don't get the news anymore. We get a piece of it. We get a we get a scintillating little fucking scintillating. little little fucking blurb that that makes you That's why I tur- I turned off the news 5 years ago and yeah. I've not fucking regretted yeah. it in 1 minute. You know the thing I get the most out of this things Our, like this your relationship with me. I do. Yeah, Aww. this is really good. Um I try I try to listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I don't really necessarily care whether those people are right or wrong. No. Um, I just, I like, just like to hear the conversations, right? Like, I and, and I want to hear like, I want to hear someone have an opinion and then back that opinion up. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to hear someone have a conversation with someone. Now, I'm not saying being proven wrong and seeing the light and sure. changing your opinion. Absolutely, I love when that shit happens. By the way, especially but, uh, when it happens to me. Like, if I if I'm proven wrong about something, I try to really be. Oh like, no, I'm an wrong. asshole about yeah. it. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh yeah, dude, that's not great. I, yeah. I, I, I'm a man of principle, and I like it when you have the conviction of your belief. To me, that's everything. I, I don't have to believe what you believe, but it's nice to see you stand up for what you believe in. Listen, I don't have to agree with what you believe in. No, absolutely not. If you're I, passionate I about most it, people probably shouldn't. And you're well versed on it, and you have a real good basis for where you stand. All the fucking more power to you. Like, even if I don't agree with necessarily what you think about that, that's okay. Right. Like, it's okay. It's it's a lot different when someone just comes up to you and says, you know, capitalism sucks. And you say, okay, well, what what about capitalism is terrible? <laughs> and they can't, like, say anything uh, to you because always, it's just been something that they've been fed all their life. You know, 
I've tried to tell you know people that will listen like there's never really been a perfect economic model because at some point there's always going to be an exploitation and someone that will benefit from exploiting it. Yeah. And but capitalism to me is still the best opportunity for a have not to become a have some. No other economic model allows for it. So what do you not very not readily. So what do you think is the cookie? Like what what type of civilization do you think is nomadic tribal? God, I really feel <laughs> kind of the same way. When we were just a family unit, you know, maybe a couple of families just traveling around and not really being beholden to anyone or I anything. Land wasn't owned, it was just used. I think the less you try to control something whether that's a government or whether that's you with land or whether it's like income or a job or anything like that, the less you try to control something, God, it seems like the better your life is. Well, because I, especially as Americans, I think we just buckle when someone tries to control you, when someone yeah. tries to tell You've you. You've got too much to lose. I think, I think right? a lot of people will bend to the, the going will for most of it. But at some point, everyone reaches that line where it's like, stop telling me what the fuck to do. I can't take it anymore. You can't tell me that. You can't sit here and tell me that I can't do that because I fucking can. Because watch me. I'll do it right now. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know, and, and I think I think once we remember, once we remember that, I think that's when, you know, for lack of a better word, that's when revolution happens. When yeah. people remember that we're not cattle to be bossed around. We're not owned. We're not. We're not beholden to anyone you in know, this I, fucking world. I often think that people that <laughs> this is going to sound fucking crazy. Right? No, what? Something yeah, out of your something mouth? Out of no, going to sound crazy. I think we have way more in common with the people that have been cashiers at fucking McDonald's all of their life than, oh, than we do with people that are running our country right now, like. We have I mean, so much more in common than we have differences. Well, and we fight each other on the few little differences that we have all the time. I think when people that were in government, when there, because there was a time, everyone, that, that people were public servants and they were treated as public servants and they acted as well, public servants. Well, as soon servants. as you could get rich being a public and servant, think, being a public servant kind of went out the fucking window. I think at that point, we all had a lot of commonality. Yeah. And I think once the exploitation happened. Yeah. Governments do what governments do. And they will so always I do. I would agree with you that, yeah, you know, salt of the earth. You know, I do a job. I work my job. And so do they. Like, I'm not disparaging. Mm -hmm. My problem earlier was that I don't want to hear you bitch about it. Yeah. You've chosen that life. You yeah. chose not to, well, not no, to rise in the No, I think you can have an argument and... against their argument to want more money. I, you know, to, to, to have a higher minimum wage. I think that's a different thing than saying that we have a lot more in common with them than yeah, we have differences. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like that can be a difference that we can have and we can have a disagreement about that. But at, at the heart of the subject, and I think I know your heart a little bit too, like you want people to go out and thrive absolutely. in this world. Like you don't On their want, own though. You don't want people to struggle necessarily. You no. want them to have, but I think the thing that we, we all want when we really come down to it is opportunity, man. Yeah. Like we want a place that we can feel like we belong and that we can feel like we make a, make a living 
out of doing it and and that we can feel like we I, we we have a place in this society i miss man. reading of the time when you know the blacksmith would do the shoes because it needed to be done yeah not because he was getting paid for it because your 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 horse needed to be shooed and you know there were there were ways to to recompense people and you know the, you, you think about like you hear about the small western towns where people would just you know you 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 do this for me and and you know there's a big dinner. Like, like I don't think doctors in most of West towns ever got paid, but they never went hungry. Yeah. I just keep waiting for the, the visionary to come forward to show us a different way to live. I, I think he was here already, man. I think we killed him. I think him. Megadeth. <laughs> yeah, I think we did too. I think, I think we think, fucking killed him. I think Megadeth said it right. Like, if there's a better way, I'll be the first in line. Uh, but it better fucking work this time. Yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> too. <laughs> What do you mean I don't pay my bill? I got nothing better to do. <laughs> That's such a There's good song. There's some great Dave Mustaine stuff Bro, out there, man. Oh. Not not to go too star too far <laughs> off what we were talking about, but you know when when the whole Metallica shakeup thing happened and oh. they kicked him out. Yeah. I really think early Megadeth when he was super oh when he was pissed, pissed that's off. Some, that's some, some of the, the best, best shit. Goddamn. Oh. Now Symphony for Destruction, that whole album is that's a fucking really amazing. Banger. Yeah, that's a banger. That, that yeah. would be his magnum opus, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like I think. Uh, Rust in Peace is a great one. I think um, for Metallica, I, I I have listened to almost all the albums. I've not listened to some of the new stuff. If I had to make my choice, I know a lot of people would pick like uh, Master of Puppets. To yeah, me, I'm a master fan. I like Ride. Me, I like Ride I a lot. Really I really love Injustice for All. I, Injustice I is think a great it one. Might be yeah. the that's my go to Metallica yeah. album is yeah. Injustice. For, and it's not because of one, honestly. It's because of Blackened. Yeah. Yeah. And and um uh Harvester of Sorrow. Yeah. Like some good fucking song. Anyway. You know, I've got a really <laughs> I've got a really, really bad opinion about Metallica. No. I I love the not played on the radio load and reload songs. Oh, absolutely. I love like I love those albums. Some of those songs on that album, like the ones that were the radio played ones, Mm -hmm. like I could give a fuck less about those. Do you know why I'm against like most Metallica fans hate me over that? I like when a band evolves. Yeah. I like seeing a band try to change it up. Not put the same fucking album out every fucking time. I love Death Magnetic. It's one of my favorites from them. Mm. I, I just liked that they they said, people say we can't be a thrash band anymore. Let's fucking be a thrash band again for one fucking album. And I feel like that's Death Magnetic. I think Death this Magnetic. new one is more thrash than you think Death so? Magnetic was. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a I've step. listened to a couple of songs yeah. off the new one, and I like them. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I do like them. But I just love, all, like, All Nightmare Long is one of my favorite fucking Metallica songs of all time. Like... It's it's such a it's just such a great thrash tune, and that's a death magnetic one, you know. Fair enough. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, Dave Mustaine, Megadeth, God, when they when they were all playing together, like way course, back in the day, back when Cliff Burton was playing. Yeah, too, yeah. I mean, it it it's really hard to not like, and, and that's another perspective thing for us. Like we grew up with Metallica, we've had Metallica in our lives for our entire life. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine living the first 30 or 40 years of your life and not having Metallica and then Metallica oh, yeah. comes out? You know, just on that tip right there, think yeah. about this. Um, Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne did a song a couple years ago. Yeah. And somebody legitimately tweeted, I don't know who this Ozzy Osbourne guy is, but Post Malone's about to blow him up. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tell me that was Twitter. That's got to be on Twitter. It yeah. <laughs> 
You're right. Oh You're right. Oh, my God. Hey, old yeah, Posty. Ozzie. Posty's yeah. going to take Ozzy to a whole new level. Ozzy's You're just right. flying right now. <laughs> I got to get separate going. Ozzy's been flying for fucking years, man. <laughs> There's another guy that should possibly live forever, you know? Ozzy? Yeah, yeah. he's well on his way. Well, I hit, hold on. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Can you believe that? No. Hold on. Here we go. So we were listening to another cover by this band, and it was fucking terrible. So this but is... this one's not... <laughs> I, it's listenable. I like it. This is where I got. This is what brought to mind the Rush story earlier. So this is Dead Sea, um, and, and I know that no it's one very synthesizer head. Yeah, dude, I love it so much. Um, what's really funny is, is I used to use a service called uh, Turntable.fm back in the day. It was like chat. It was chat rooms and music, right? So you yeah. listen to music and you could like talk with people that were in the rooms. Uh, one of the rock rooms was just a huge Dead Sea like space. So there was a whole bunch of shit that went on. Next week, we're going to school these motherfuckers and play some Fugazi. Ooh, there we go. That sounds good. Well, hey, this has been a Tuesday night edition. This will not happen again. (laughs) It's probably going to happen again. It probably will happen again. Um, That's Neil. Say say goodbye. Bye, Neil. Neil. And this is Nick. We'll talk to you later.